This is Ryan Ridley, the guy from Jeff's Gym, and you're listening to the best community podcast ever, Shut Up Leonard. Shut up, Leonard. I'm Matt. I'm Andrew. And we like community. We do. Uh, special thanks to Alex Moshina of Slactory.com for our theme song, which we love. Yeah. Today's episode is Season 3, Episode 13, and it is entitled Digital Explorations of Interior Design. Uh, can, we, can we have a moment? And, uh, of I, silence? I, uh, uh, I mean, I do want to apologize for missing last week. Oh yeah, uh, you know it's you know things happen. It was unavoidable. But, Life uh, gets in the way. Yeah, and I do apologize. This week I'm a little under the weather. Yeah, you're so fucking up. You, you hear? <laughs> this time it's not. I'm not giving you. I'm not giving you. You, you, you fucked up this time. I said a you were hanging out That's somewhere why. you shouldn't have been, and you caught something. Air, airports are cesspools. <laughs> um, uh, who wrote this episode? Chris McKenna, the big cheese. Big number two. Chevy's defendant, apparently. Chevy's ally, according to Danny Harms. Um, Should we talk about the elephant in the room right now? What? This is an episode where Subway discovers that their representative is a sexual deviant, and they cover it up. Yeah. Some would say that bears some resemblances to a thing that happened in real life recently. We've we've talked before, haven't we, about this? On, On air? I thought so. Well, I mean, this this is the episode that it specifically relates to. Yeah, I think in, when they touch on other subway things. I mean, is this going to be is this going to be like Cosby's Spanish fly bits now? Is this going to be something <laughs> that people look back on and say? Ugh. Well, I didn't until you just said it. So yeah, you're, but you you're can shedding see how, new light. Yeah, you can see how it's very similar. Yeah, although uh, you know, sub you know, subway the character in this episode wasn't hurting anybody, <laughs> unlike certain other parties. <laughs> and arguably, uh, he wasn't even the one who perpetrated it. Well, that, I think that's I think that's that's subway's uh, trying to to spin it. That's their spin is that he did not initiate. Uh, all right, overview. Overview. This is lights. Uh, this is a, a, a first part in a two-parter, technically. Yeah. Uh, a continuation. Part one of two. This, this is a part one. Uh, the continuing story that goes from part one to two is the pillow fort versus the blanket fort. War. Uh, war. Yeah. Uh, Abed wanted to make a pillow fort uh, because their apartment is being uh, fumigated. Yes. Uh, for termites. Yes. And uh, so Troy goes along with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they they meet some frisian. Yeah. And so then what? Frisian. Frisian. Frisian? Frisian? That's a word. Do you mean friction? Look it up. Frisian? So, <laughs> the science word. I is that, what, is that what Pantene Pro V does to your hair? Is that what he Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Frisian? Yeah. Can you say the sentence again? No. So, <laughs> also, there is, uh, this, as we've mentioned, this is the Subway introduction episode. Yep. Uh, they mentioned it before, but now this is the episode where Subway moves in. Yeah. Uh, becomes a business. In place of hot and brown. 
And uh, in order to do that, they also have to make a person into a corporation. So someone becomes Subway. Yes. A representation of Subway. Corporate humanization, as they call it. And uh, there's also a third storyline. There's an A, B, and a C. A baby and a Sue. A baby Sue. Uh, Baby Soup is a nickname of a dog at work. It's weird that we came that close. Nice. Uh, the C storyline is kind of about uh, uh, Jeff discovering his locker. Yes. And uh, what's inside it. What happens there. Um, no, should we go to notes? Yeah. So the first scene is the the opening ceremony for the subway. Yeah, on the on the chalkboard behind the Dean, you can see Rest in Peace Hot and Brown. Yeah. And next 2009 to, that, to 2011. Yeah. So you think it opened in 2009? Or do you think they're just trying to carry on some I continuation op- of the show? I think it opened in 2009. So it only lasted for two years? Yeah. What was there before? Cold and yellow? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I can get behind that. And they sold orange juice, <laughs> which was bad orange juice because it was yellow. <laughs> or just juice in general. Sure. You can have uh, a pineapple. Do that right in the microphone, why don't you? <laughs> can we get some more snuffle noises? Uh, well, I don't know... There's a, there's a, uh, I don't know if anyone's ever talked to Brendo about it, but Brendo just coughs right into the mic. I'm sure he does. He just hacks up well, a hairball. Well, that's his signature right style. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like a Roderick thing. Roderick does a, a similar kind of thing. Yeah. It's just, it was a weird thing where it just cut through everything else and deposited itself nicely. Excuse me. Right in my earbuds. Uh, the Dean says that he's very excited to have the Subway sandwichery. Yeah, state of the art, he calls it, which I like the idea that to, to Dean, a, a Subway is state of the art. This is like cutting edge technology. And, and he thinks having a, a Subway, subway will, line. Uh, legitimize yes. Greendale. Yeah, their uh, cafetorium, I believe, is, is also a word he uses. He was really trying hard there. Uh, he tries to open the thing with open. He tries to open the ribbon. Tries to cut it. Uh, with a classic giant scissors. pair of scissors, yeah. and they break instantly. <laughs> Uh, so, so he, he starts biting he, it. He says, "I'm going to start it with my teeth." <laughs> um, then we, we get we we get the study group talking. Pierce and Shirley are obviously very unhappy with what's been going on. Yeah, uh, and Pierce Pierce is uh, a little weird this episode. Yes, I, setting I the stage for further events. Huh? Setting the stage for future events. Sure, uh, but does not feel uh, to me. It always felt a little like sudden or weird or something. No, I mean, how how would you rather they have done it? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I, I have nothing to offer. I kind of like the way it crops up that he just suddenly has these weird lapses that we see here. Because Jeff goes like, "Uh oh!" Like there's like. Oh, a, I mean, it, this this was presaged by um, the. I mean, yeah, he was addicted to drugs or whatever. Well, not even that, but when he uh, passed out by his, where he was yelling at his dad's grave after uh, the bar mitzvah. Yeah, I guess that makes. He sense. was starting to lose it there. Yeah. Okay. In a sl- in contemporary impressionism. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is also where Abed and Troy say that our, our apartment is being fumigated, yep. uh, which is also why Anna needs a place to sleep. Uh, she says she's uh, staying sleeping in the sleep study uh, classroom. Yep. All she has to do is wake up every few hours and go, <laughs> um, which I, I like that we, uh, you know, it's a big thing people like to point out is that when something extreme happens in conversation on a TV show or movie, uh, people don't react the way they should in the crowd. But here you do actually do see people kind of back away and, and, and look at her. I, I do have to wonder if that's nice. because they didn't know that she was going to actually do that. Like if the extras weren't prepped? Yeah, the extras were prepped. Yeah, maybe. Because uh, uh, I, I, know, I know someone who's an extra. Sure. And she was not prepped for what was to happen. Have you heard that story? No. Do you know who I'm talking about? No. Well, it was some show where a character is like supposed to pass out. Yeah. And uh, my friend, she's uh, she studied to be a nurse. And so here she is as an extra. She sees someone pass out, and she's ready to go help. So, someone I know, 
I must have told you this. What? Was is like what? a PA on Community. Sure. No? We, we talked about that, right? Is it a mutual friend? I can't remember who it was. Oh, okay. It was their brother, it was. Oh. Oh, it was Nathan Lalagi. Oh, okay. His brother. His brother? And I know it's because the, I, we discovered it uh-huh. because like the name Lalagi showed up in the in like the credits once. And it, or not in the credits, but like in like a prop, like yeah. it was just a name they used. And then Nathan, I somehow told Nathan, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's because my brother is a PA. That's why they put his name in there." Huh. Just you know, stories of people from the set. Just you said you knew an extra, and it was like, "Do we? Who do we know?" And who I, do I we had know? to have that thought out loud because I couldn't. It couldn't go anywhere inside my own brain. So uh, Abed says, uh, for sleeping, he's going to make a pillow fort because it's more difficult than a blanket yeah. fort. Yes. Berta's like, oh, didn't you already do that? He's like, no. That was a blanket fort. It was a blanket fort. That's a pillow fort, dummy. And Troy has the great line, uh, difficult things are better. I don't remember his first example, but his second one is, or holding in a fart right now. <laughs> he's like, some like diseases or something. Like curing diseases or holding in a fart right now, <laughs> which is so great. Little way of knowing that Troy is holding a fart. Uh, so Pierce, wanting to stop Subway's takeover, goes yes. to the Greendale bylaws. Yeah, and he says, "Dean, I trust you're familiar with the Greendale bylaws." And Dean very pleasantly says, "I am not." <laughs> uh, and so they point out to the dean that any uh, uh, place on campus must be 51 percent owned by a student. Yeah. To which the dean says, "Oh, then meet Subway." <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, they have a student who has given up his identity to become. A corpo humanization, or whatever yes, they call and it. And I, I like here that Subway, the corporation, have clearly studied the Greendale bylaws more than Dean has. Yeah, because they knew in time to have this human enrolled. Yes. Um, this was also this. I, I forget how it comes up, but we get the first uh, bit of Piers weirdness, where he uh, something happens, and then Jeff says it's ten a.m. and Piers says you're welcome. Oh, he says, I get weird at night. Yeah, I get this weird at night. night. I get weird this time of night. Yeah. Just as it's 10 a.m., Pierce says, you're welcome. I, I, I really, I, I enjoy these kind of little just non-secutors, secutors, secutors. Secutors. Uh, of course. I'm going to take a nap. <laughs> you get weird this time of night. I do. <laughs> and it's not 10 a.m., and you got to eat fresh. So eat. Subway mentions uh, here in his little opening uh, spiel about his morality clause. Yes. Which is a nice setup for a later thing. For what would happen later. Uh, and then as the dean looks over the Greendale bylaws, he says, did you guys know Greendale students are in the army reserves? <laughs> yeah. Which did... Pray for, let's pray for peace. Armand Jeffrey. Uh, am I... I don't know what order episodes go in anymore. Okay. My brain is scrambled. Sure. But isn't there an episode where Duncan picks up the phone and he accidentally dials an army number? Yes. And what? where does that happen? I want to say that is a... Yeah, yeah, I, I feel that. I feel it. I feel it. Two. Yeah, Duncan's in two a lot. He's also in six, right? Five. Five. Yeah. It could be a five. It could be a fiver. I thought it was a fiver. Styling on a three-er because Duncan's not in three. No, but there's there is that that it's a tag I believe where Duncan. No, you're right. It's Duncan's trying to order more staples or something. Yeah, and he, he accidentally, accidentally dials yeah. like an army launch code i wouldn't think that's army reserve so that seems more top level than that oh, it's just like weirdly how greendale is so connected to yeah and, and of course there's the army meets which yeah. turn people into zombies mm-hmm. yeah uh, uh so then uh next is the first locker scene annie and jeff walk up to some lockers yeah well jeff is wants to be in the sleep study class because it seems like easy credits all he has to do is sleep yeah and uh, she says, this is not a blow-off class. We only get one stuffed animal. <laughs> yeah. I'm bringing in Ruthie, which is a kangaroo. Yeah. But 
I'm using the pouch to sneak in Nathan, who's yes. a little frog. A little frog. A little tiny frog. My God, Andy. But just they mentioned in the commentary, uh, Nathan Fillion apparently was on Twitter saying how he, th- he believed that was a nod to him. Yeah. And they joked about how badly he wants to be on the show. And then guess what? Later he was on the show. Amazing. Fun, fun fact. Uh, and then Jeff realizes, hey, wait a second. We got lockers? Yeah. I've been going on my car to change like some kind of dickhead. And so they go to Jeff's locker. Yeah. They open it up. A bunch of flyers fall out. For all the different dances yes. that have gone on. Uh, there's a contest dance. There's a dance the, contest and yeah. a contest dance. Yep. Good stuff. And a flyer for the same Garrett, Garrett rally. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was wrong with Garrett? Nothing. We saved him. Yeah, we saved him. And then him. Cut, and to we cut to Garrett struggling with a <laughs> drinking fountain. A it's like he's from Pawnee. Yeah. Well, if he was from Pawnee, he would have no problem. He'd just get his mouth right on that sucker. <laughs> uh, uh, and then we get the Kim note. A hate letter. Yeah. It says, hey, Jeff. You're a piece of shit, and I don't like you. Signed, Kim. It's the gist of it. It was kind of like you, you think you're, you're better than everyone. And yeah, you think yeah, you're God's gift, but yeah. you're an inconsiderate jerk from Kim. And Jeff's like, I don't know who this Kim bitch is. He thinks it's a lady. Yeah. Which we will find out is not the case. No. Do you think that's a good gag? What do you think of that gag? What do you, what? That Kim's a man. I don't think it's a gag so much as it is a twist. You're going to have to keep talking. I don't think it's a gag. So I'm going to repeat myself. I, I don't think it's supposed to be funny. I think it's just supposed to be a little misdirect that uh, that leads to But it goes work. on like the whole episode. Does it? Did we? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I can't hate Kim because he does deliver that line. That's one of my favorite. Yeah. Uh, but he, Jeff believes that Kim is a lady. Annie believes that Kim is a lady. Yeah. Annie is pushing Jeff to apologize to Kim because Annie feels I, a connection to Kim. Yes. Uh, it's just like because a whole thing. Because she also thinks that Jeff can be inconsiderate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and he can be. Yeah. It's not unfounded. Yeah. Uh, my next note is Britta unfiltered. I don't well, know. Uh, there's a great line. One of my favorite lines from the episode here actually is, um, so after he reads the note, he says, I can't believe this guy thinks I'm inconsiderate, or this lady thinks I'm inconsiderate. And then Annie sneezes, and someone says it goes untight. And Jeff says, I didn't sneeze. And then yeah. looks at Annie like, can you believe that idiot? Which that's a, that's a pretty solid little one-two punch of a joke. Good stuff. Um, and then we have Britta unfiltered. And here we, uh, so, yeah. Oh, right. Pierce and Shirley are trying to. Uh, and here's where we get, again, get to my point, where Shirley is a bad person, <laughs> I yeah. feel. Yeah. She little, she thinks because Britta does not share her values that Britta is a whore and will whore herself out for Shirley. <laughs> Which is, Shirley's a super bad friend to Britta. And I, it's, it's no secret on the show that I'm a Britta booster. I like Britta. And sometimes I don't care for the way Shirley treats her. I side with Shirley. And this is one Every of those. Time. Every yeah, single time. Yeah, you're a real Shirley freak. <laughs> What's your, because it's got to have a little relation. Because like I'm a Britta booster. You're a Shirley. I'm a Shirl girl. Shirl girl. <laughs> yeah. It's unfortunate, but that's what we're called. Yep. <laughs> uh, anyway, well, it's like, remember when Cumberbitches was the thing? What? <laughs> oh, people did not like that. Become Br- Bruce Cumberbatch Benedict. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying fans to of Benedict up. Cumberbatch. We're called Cumberbitches. Yeah. Huh. And they, some of them didn't like it. It's well, died. Apparently, I haven't heard it in a long I'm time. Me neither. But yeah, 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 man. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, <laughs> I believe you. But I mean, <laughs> girl is not the same word as bitch. 
No, but it's like uh, it's it's Britta unfiltered. Britta mentions their that's her high school column or something. Yeah, her high school newspaper column was Britta unfiltered. Pierce says unfiltered. I get it. She says what? Yeah, she doesn't. Good stuff. It was not a play for her. Shirley mentions that she's like Britta. You have a certain liberated looseness you're a whore is yeah. what she's saying and then uh Britta uh, s- takes offense Pier- pierce keeps going and he ends up saying or the the you're the good old penis fly trap yeah <laughs> that's i like that a lot and then she says i'm not a whore and if i was i'd be the classy kind that's flown to debat 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 the united Arab that's all folks that's my seek i even did the switchy um i'd be the kind that's flown to dubai to go to an underwater hotel yeah um and then she storms off um, and our, our okay, so now we, we see uh, Troy and Abed building the pillow fort. Yeah, and the dean pops up. The dean pops up. <laughs> uh, Troy Is this where Troy to, tr- bribes him? Yeah, yeah. with a twenty percent off Bath Beauty and Beyond. What <laughs> Bed Bath and Beyond? <laughs> Gift certificate. Not a coupon. Is the word coupon? Coupon. And the dean says. Nothing, you idiot. The dean's dead. He's locked in my basement. <laughs> you always do that. <laughs> uh, the dean says, you don't need to do that. And he says, well, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, he still takes it. But the dean, and Troy says, there's I, more where that came one from. One of my other favorite lines in this episode, the dean says, I was just Googling record lengths of stuff <laughs> when I found out the world's longest pillow fort, or pillow slash blanket fort, mm-hmm. is whatever, and you guys are close. Yeah. The um, Guinness record. Yes. These Guinness record books. It's true. Mm-hmm. You know they stopped. Uh, they stopped giving the awards for like fattest cat to stop people from fattening up their cats. That's good. Yeah. Um, when did you learn that Guinness was a beer and not just a record book thing? Way after. Right. Me too. Yeah. 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 Okay. Although I think I must have known. What is no? That's Bush Gardens. Yeah. The theme park. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? I do know show. Yeah, that's but that's beer. Park. That is beer. Yes. That is beer. Yes. But I was like, oh, it's a theme park. But See, also, I, I kind of knew it was beer. I'd but with Guinness, I was just like, yeah, it's this yeah. is a record book. I'll tell you, for me, it came in waves where it was. I So I, I was, a as many kids in the 90s, I would say, I was a big fan of the Guinness Book of World Records. Yeah, you gotta so, love uh, you read that book. Right. Dean Cain had that show. Exactly. Come on. I would read it all the time. And I, I knew of that. That's what I knew of Guinness. You ever go to one of their places? No. Oh, you're missing out. <laughs> been to like two or three. Okay, nerd. And then at a certain point, I learned that there was a beer called Guinness. Yeah. And then it was a third point when I realized that was the same Guinness. Yeah. Uh, I recently read how it started. It was like something like they wanted to figure out what was, something was faster or bigger. Well, the idea was this is the sort of thing you would argue over in a bar. Yeah. Well, right? the, but the, like the actual guy, Guinness, whatever yeah. his name was, like he was Albert the only Guinness. one. Who had like enough Alec money? Alec Guinness. I'm sorry, it was Alec. <laughs> this is what he did after Star Wars. He was Wars. the one who had it because of his business. He had enough money to fund the the expedition to figure out which was oh. what was the fastest whatever. I can't oh. remember. It was an animal. Cheetah. <laughs> it was a bird. Anyway, it was a, so it was a woman cheetah. So you're saying a female cheetah? <laughs> I met this bird. <laughs> Comedy bang bang with Nick Frost, Simon Pegg, and Edgar Wright. Check it out. That's, that's what a, we just referenced. That's the best episode, I'd say. It's good uh but up next where are we we've got the All right, trip to the kim's locker who but the point is troy wants to go for the record and abed's like fucking so we can meet mr long nails that guy was a dickhead on an interview yeah he said his actual name Sir Sh- 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 Chillel. good something like that yeah 
It's uh, funny because they they between Troy and Abed, they both reference like all the things that you think of when you think of Guinness World Records: yeah. the long fingernail guy, yeah. the fat guys on the motorcycle. Yep. <laughs> uh, there was a third one. I don't remember. Beard of bees. Beard of bees. Yeah. Bees. I mean, those are the flashy ones that I always put right in the front of the book to entice oh. to entice our little yeah. eight-year-old fingers yeah. to flip across those pages. <laughs> those books were shiny. Yeah, they were. <laughs> we're having a time. <laughs> yeah. So there's a little frisian there. <laughs> there's that frisian. <laughs> and then... Uh, this episode's sponsored by Painting Proby. Uh, <laughs> Is this where um, Bystein Laborn comes in and says, nope. hey, Troy? I don't believe What's so. What's up? Because that's my next note. I'm my sorry. next note is the, the the actual... Oh, no, it is right. It is right. You're right. I apologize. Uh, shut up. So <laughs> Vice B... Vice B... <laughs> Bees? <laughs> shut up. I'm trying to do a show. Vice Dean Laborn shows up. Uh, he's got his ponytail and beard from the film Flight. Yeah, we, we hypothesize in the commentary they say that he had a ponytail and beard uh, because of a film. They don't mention what film. I believe it is because of the film Flight. Much like Donald Glover, I thought this was just something they did for the show. <laughs> for this joke. Yeah. But I thought no. it was a wig. I didn't think he oh, actually really? grew his hair out for huh. this. That's interesting. But apparently he, he had this hair for a flight and this was how they explained it. Uh, he, that he's, he's going, going through, through some stuff. stuff, which is so fucking funny. Yeah. Uh, and then Vice Dean Labor, he shows up basically just to kind of plant the seed of destruction in Troy and Abed's friendship. He says, hey, you, you watch that show. I like that show too, but it's like, seems like the inspector gets to do all the cool stuff and Reggie just kind of hangs out. I don't know. Whatever. See ya. <laughs> Troy says, oh, Reggie's trained in zero gravity martial arts and has a whistle. Yeah. <laughs> but he never gets to blow unless the inspector gives permission. <laughs> yeah. That's good stuff. Good times. And then he just takes off. Now we're at Kim's locker. Kim's locker. Uh, Jeff has looked up all the Kims. Yeah. That in the time period that he would have met the Kim. Oh, and who who he had classes with. Yeah. And, and there's so he only finds one. Only one. Yeah. And this is the locker. And so he goes to the locker. And then a dude shows. Some up. dude shows up and he says, "Oh, Kim died two weeks ago." Yeah. Also, I've got to go to a rally for Garrett. But we saved Garrett. Did we? Such a great line. Such a classic so good. line. Uh, now we're back to Britta and Subway. Yes. Uh, they're in the cafetorium. He he's definitely hitting on her for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because um, they had a little bit of a, a fiery exchange when he first introduced himself. It's fair to say. Yeah, I mean, wh- when did they mention 1984? The first time? The, no, this, this is time? here. This is the, okay. this is the first time here. Okay. But I mean, like she was angry at him the first time. You can see he saw her passion, and he liked what he saw. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> well, I think a lot of people see Bruno and like what they see. Well, sure. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I shut you down. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, they're at the cafetorium. Uh, he's explaining that uh, he can't eat any of this food because it's too unhealthy for his image. Yeah. He just came by because he wanted to talk to her. Uh-huh. And then he goes over. Well, before that, I, I do kind of want to talk about the, the 1984 stuff as well. So she she says, she yells at him and says, have you even read 1984? And he says, I have. I think it's good. I think kids should be forced to read it, yeah. which is a good joke because it's kind of the opposite of what 1984 is the point. Uh-huh. Uh, and then and I, kids are forced to read it. Yeah. <laughs> and then I like, he has a great line here where he says, um, so she mentioned she's vegetarian and he suggests that, he, that she tries Subway's Veggie Delight. And then there's this great, he, like he just says it like it's a thing out of like a forbidden romance movie where he says, like a, he's comparing, he's saying, you're great. Like a good book by Orwell or a veggie delight. <laughs> he just <laughs> says it with such seriousness and it really made me laugh. And then he goes over to our old blind friend. 
Yeah. And he he, uh, he hands him the food that he picked up at the cafeteria. Well, yeah, the blind man says, is that you, Subway? My <laughs> eyes aren't as good as they used to be. And he says, oh, you eat these tater tots, Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And it's like the, it, it is like the old blind man voice where it's like, is that you, Subway? <laughs> My eyes don't work so well. It's got, it's got a little bit of a rasp And like to Subway's it. been here for like a day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this seems like a trap, yeah. like a plant. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Um, Eric is the blind man's name. Harry. Eric. He says Harry. Did you check the subtitles? Or, or did I you wrote just hear Harry. I wrote Eric. Hmm. <laughs> We've got some controversy here. That's weird. <laughs> we'll check it later. Yeah, we'll, we'll get back to you next week, I guess. My next note is their meeting in the in the library. There's something between that, though, isn't there? Uh, my next note is, uh, I, I know it's a line by Pierce. Uh, so, uh, yeah, because Pierce, so after Subway goes to blind Eric or Harry, yeah. uh, Pierce and Shirley came up and say, hey, you're talking to Subway. You're, you are whoring yourself out for mm-hmm. us. Uh, and then, uh, no, Br- uh, Pierce says that's good horsemanship. Shirley says, Pierce, come on. And he says, sorry, whore's womanship. I forgot it's the 90s. Wow. And that's another uh-oh line from Pierce. Uh, then we have the library meeting. Yes. Uh, where somehow Britta goes to 1984 on the shelf, picks yeah. it out, and Subway has left a, a napkin, napkin yeah. on a page with a... With a section highlighted. Yeah, section. he's circled it in pen. Yes. And uh, they quote it. Yeah. It's like... Uh, she had become a physical necessity. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, somehow he's also now sitting next to her, but they're in separate what little. Somehow, <laughs> none of this is impossible. Like he's waiting for her. It's yeah, like really well, weird. He's waiting for her. <laughs> <clears throat> Whatever. And then they they talk a little yeah. about, and Subway's like, "No, after I wanna, I wanna open a uh, nonprofit shelter for handicapped animals." Yeah. Uh, and he's got a, a great line that I that I have always loved, and that Dan <laughs> Harmon feels uh, doesn't get enough credit online. So. We can rectify that a little bit here. Yeah. Where he says, uh, you know, dogs with wheels for hind legs, blind hamsters. Uh, you're really building up that he is the perfect guy for Britta, right? And then she says, one-eyed cats? And he just, instead of just saying, like, yeah, one-eyed cats, which, which should fit right in. Yeah. He's like, well, I guess. It wasn't really on the top of my list, which is such a, because it, it's so perfect because he's not totally negating it. He's not saying, like, fuck blunt one-eyed cats, which would be the kind of obvious thing. Yeah. It's just, like, he's just not that excited for it. Yeah. Which is just a fun that little, loves. Yeah. It just, just letting a little bit of the air out of the balloon there. I, it's, I also think I it's a good, it. it's kind of a good setup because we know that Britta cares oh, about it's a setup, these uh, it's a handicapped it's a animals. Yeah. And so when she mentions the specific one that she loves, he's like, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So it's a it's a it's almost like you know uh, a setup and then a takeaway. Yes. Okay. Uh, and then we have Troy and Abed. Yes. Someone, and I say someone because I feel like there's some bad ADR going on here. Uh-huh. Is angrily humming Daybreak. Yeah. It's supposed to be Troy, I would assume. It's supposed to be Abed, actually. Oh, is it? Yeah. Not neither of them seems to be visibly humming. I uh, he does. I disagree. It doesn't match quite, but he does. I, I know what you're talking about. I disagree. Yeah, it's I th- weird. I think it's worse than you imply. Shrug. Hmm. I was look. I was waiting for them to mention on the commentary because I know Dan Harmon can kind of be a perfectionist about that kind of thing. Yeah, there was the uh, Christmas wrap incident, yeah. which neither of us noticed. Yeah, and yet we both noticed this. So maybe get your shit together, Dan. <laughs> oh boy, just kidding. Of course, we both love Dan Harmon here on the podcast. Um, uh, but Troy, Troy's mad because yeah. he wants to do his own thing. Yeah, and he wants to make. A He's got all these ideas from Layborn floating around in his head. Yeah, and he says, "I'm not even your sidekick. I'm not even I'm your, your underkick." Under yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. What is this? Okay. <laughs> so then uh, Abbott says, you're free to make a blanket fort. Just can't be a part of my pillow fort. Yeah. And so they they, they split. 
Troy says, peace. A friendship divided. Yes. Cannot stand. <laughs> and you were going after Jordan for being too highfalutin about the raid. This is a callback to something you did not hear. Or did we talk about that on air? I don't think you? it was on air. Well, well, maybe it was. If you follow the friend of the friend of the friend of the show, Jordan Scott, on Twitter, maybe you'll know what we're referencing here. But go on. I don't know where you are. <laughs> My next note is uh, about the Kim storyline. Yeah, Jeff feels guilty. Yeah, and so Annie says, "Well, you just have to apologize." Yeah. It's uh, you know, even like uh, she says, apologies are opportunities to admit your uh, to admit your mistakes. Yes, I like that. Yeah. Like how Annie can come in with the heart. It's good yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, there's also is this the Leonard scene? Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. Which, so Jeff was napping on the couch in the break area. Yeah. Break area. Like it's their job. <laughs> in the student lounge. I apologize. Yeah. Uh, he gets up to talk to Annie, and while he gets up, Leonard steals his pillows to add to the pillow fort. Hmm. Uh, Jeff says, I was going to take a nap. And Leonard has the great line. Apparently deleted from an earlier episode, but yeah. here, resurrected. From the conspiracy episode. Yes. Conspiracy also, theories. same setup, where Jeff was going to take a nap on the couch, and, and uh, Leonard steals the pillows. Yep. And he says, I was going to invest in IBM at 1952, but life has its surprises. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that's in our theme song. Sure. Maybe you can't hear it, because it's the part where it's quiet. May- perhaps. Mayhaps, as they say on Game of Thrones. Who cares? So <laughs> <laughs> now we've got Pierce and Shirley yelling at Britta. She's eating a veggie delight, which she quickly throws just off the table. <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, absolutely hilarious. But still has a little leaf stuck to the side of her yeah. mouth. Good stuff. So they they want uh, to plant a listening device on Britta. Yeah, which they tell her is a pen. Yeah, which the pen and which Pierce drinks out of. Yep. He drinks the ink. Yeah, he claims it's a flask, but he's just drinking ink. Yeah. Uh, he gives it to Britta, and then he also gives her a lipstick. Yeah, he says, slap some life on those dead lips. <laughs> He's uh, very insulting about it. Which is it. pretty great, because earlier he had mentioned listening devices that are lipstick, lipstick, that are listening devices, like that kind of thing. Yeah, so yeah. It, it all ties in. It all It's all connected, just like... Hashtag is all connected. Agents so, of Shelled. Don't get me started. So, P- <laughs> the, dean, the dean wants to know their status. Yes, and we, we've come to a standstill where the blanket fort has run out of room. Yeah, well, because could, the pillow fort's in the way. Exactly. They could connect to the pillow fort uh-huh. in a signal of unity. But Abed says, no, I would rather see my work destroyed than compromised. To which the dean delightfully says, all right, the pillow right. fort will be destroyed. Everyone wins. Well, well except Abed, because, you know, not everyone, can not win. everyone can win. That's such a fucking great moment. Oh, I love the dean. Um, and then, so, uh, so, so they're 2,000 square feet off the record. Does that sound like a lot? You know, I don't even think this apartment is 2,000 square feet. Oh, don't even get me started on acres. Miles are a whole other thing. Isn't an acre like a square mile? That's what I thought, but I feel like people refer to acres in a way that seems like they're smaller than that. Ooh. Ooh. Ow. Yeah, they do seem smaller than that. An right? Acre, uh, a mile is like 5,000 yeah. feet. And like, when I think of like, uh, you know, then like Cyprus, the city where I live, yeah. would be like four acres so we'll see then that seems weird that does seem a little strange right what are acres do you, do you think they guessed at this number or do you think they actually tried wait you, what you're saying this apartment is more than two hundred thousand square feet no it's it's two thousand they were two thousand square feet off the record and i don't even think this apartment is two thousand square feet is what i'm gonna tell you oh yeah i mean i don't know well how big is this room i have no idea but let's say that's 10 feet does that seem right from the door to the computer wall yeah is that what you're trying to say? It's probably 12. Okay, 12. So yeah, two of me. 12 yeah. feet. Right? Mm. So 12 by 12, let's say? 
Sure. So that would only be 144 square feet. Oh, you're doing some fast math there. Right? So, and this this is the biggest room in the house, no? Uh, yeah. So let's say this times two plus a half. Yeah. That's still not a thousand even. Yeah. So this apartment is smaller than 2,000 square feet. Yeah. Correct? Yeah. Unless unless it's like an acre where who God knows what's going on. There's some other crazy math going yeah, on. Yeah, square feet includes like the ceiling. I don't know. <laughs> why is why are numbers hard? Why are numbers? Why, that's a good question. Yeah. The point is they either need to connect or one of them needs to expand. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot easier to expand a blanket fort than a pillow fort. Yep. And I, I will say, as you're looking at the pillow fort, it's wildly unrealistic. There is no way they found that many pillows. If you actually look at how many pillows are in that fort, if there the is entire, a secret pillow room, if the entire county of Greendale all pitched in and contributed pillows, maybe they would have enough pillows to support the fort that well, we see in the. There's so many people building. Episode. What do you think? No, no, sir. Look, they're a small town. What do they have to live for? <laughs> pillows. Yeah, they're a small town. They don't have that many pillows in them. Okay. Listen, I'm not. No, I know it's crazy. Yeah, it it's, is. Crazy. It's insane. Uh, so Abed, kind of in a little flashback to the contemporary impressionism episode, Mm. he kind of says, I obviously hate this, but if this is what you want, Troy, I will do it. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Troy says, this is what I want. I want you to destroy the fort. So he summons his second in the command, which is magnitude. And he says, uh, initiate the Omega protocol or whatever it was. And uh, magnitude actually gets to say more words. He says, sir. Yes. And then, but when Abed finally convinces him that this is for real, this is what I need you to do, uh-huh. he has a very resigned pop pop captain, <laughs> which is delightful. Good stuff. Um, after th- immediately after that, we 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 have a pillow fort rendezvous. Yeah, between Britta and Subway. What is that? Tell me something good. Oh, well then. <laughs> Tell me if you like it. So Britta breaks the pen. She's like, they wanted me to record us. But, but I, say nay. I say no. Yeah. And then they start kissing. Yeah. They and get then, hot and heavy. And then we zoom in on Britta's backpack. And what's in there? The lipstick. Yep. It's and, flashing a light. And where's that, that it's recording. Where's that leading to? An Shirley old chain link room. Yeah. A la the conversation. conversation. The conversation. Yeah. Uh, Pierce and Shirley are listening in. Mm-hmm. It quickly gets too dirty for Shirley, me, and she's out. <laughs> let me also point out, they're listening in on a reel-to-reel tape machine. Yeah. Somehow, Pierce has connected a digital broadcast wireless yeah. lipstick monitor well, listen, to a reel-to-reel machine. I, that checks out to me, because the... <laughs> oh, that's insane. No, listen, radio used to be reel-to-reel, and that was still a, uh, that was still just broadcast to an antenna. Why is it any different? Because it's broadcasting from the lipstick to the reel. So it's recording live uh, the, on the reel-to-reel? The, the lipstick is broadcasting to a receiver. The receiver is hooked up to the reel-to-reel. And that's where it's recording onto. Yes. That's crazy. <laughs> I, d- I like it in the sense that that's Pierce. Yeah. Like, that's his well, yeah, old... Very, very much Like, so. he probably only bought it because it was reel-to-reel. And listen, you see, like, an old James Bond movie. Well, let's say an old Get Smart where he's got a phone in his shoe. That's kind of... That hooks up to a reel-to-reel. Yeah, that's back in the day. And Pierce is a back in the day kind of guy. Well, yeah, that's what I like about yeah. it. Yeah. But, but like looking at it, it's insane. <laughs> it only makes sense because of Pierce. Sure. That's a sentence that I think no one's ever said. Oh, that, people say that all the time. It only makes sense because of Pierce? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Shirley's out. She can't. Just too, she's too like, hot this for is Shirley. too weird. Yeah. We, here's where we find out that Pierce is drinking a lot of ink. He's got many discarded pens on the yes. floor. Uh, and then we cut to Jeff apologizing to the locker. Yeah, he's got flowers. He's got flowers? I gotta say... He thinks Kim's dead. Did we mention that? Yeah, we did. Okay. I really like the music in this scene that kind of wells up as as Jeff is making his apology. It's very Uh very soulful, just apology music. It's very good. 
Shout out to Lud- Lud- Ludwig Gorenson, who does the music for Community. Uh, really awesome stuff here. Um, so he has this heartfelt apology, uh, and he says, I, I hope you for- thank you for your note, and I hope you forgive me. And then he says, you're welcome, and I do. <laughs> he he kind of gives like a winger speech. Yeah. It's weird. To a locker. Yeah. And then who shows up but Kim, the guy we saw earlier. Who we didn't know was Kim. Yeah, and that reveals now, himself to be Kim. He says, I'm Kim. And he says, we hung out like 10 times, and every single time you introduced myself. I can, listen, I know he's a creepy stalker uh-huh. for the whole dead girl story, but I can see why he wrote the note. If they hung out if they hung out literally 10 times, and every single time Jeff uh, thought they were meeting for the first time. Yeah. Hang out implies that they actually like did stuff together. Yeah. Outside of class. Yeah. Which is interesting. Yeah. That is kind of interesting. Why would Jeff hang out with this guy? This rando. This non-grouper. Maybe he thought he could get something from him. Maybe they were in a class together. Yeah. Oh, maybe he needed some notes or something. Yeah. That's possible. That that. sounds like Jeff. Or it was like he, maybe they just like hung out means like they played pool together Mm -hmm. in the student lounge because Jeff just needed someone to play against. Yeah. Give me something like that. Uh, What do I got next? My next note is... The scene with the subway manager? Well, no. So Kim... Uh, oh, that's right, Kim. Yeah. And then Kim reveals that he made up... Yes, he said, that's why I had to make up that awesome story about that dead girl. Which, that is one of my favorite things. When someone does something clearly shitty, but then describes it just in their own words as the great thing they did. That is always funny to me. And then he hugs Jeff. Yeah, and he hugs hug. Jeff. And Jeff, Jeff is still into it. Yeah. And then Annie, who had been pushing for the apology this whole time, is like, No! This guy's a creep! What are you doing? Yeah. Uh, that's a lot of, it's, and then, and then he, he calls it, he, uh, she calls him like a creepy stalker and Kim says, Hey, you're really mean. And then she has a great line, put it in a letter, Jane Austen. A lot of great stuff in that scene. Uh, what, what does that mean? Oh, I can't. <laughs> so next, Abed is in the, the dome, the pillow mm-hmm. dome. Mm-hmm. The with, geodesic dome. Yes. With a sock hanging from the ceiling with the sock apparently is the substance. The sock is the linchpin yeah. that when you remove it, the entire fort will come crashing down. Um, well, it's probably like three linchpins. He's probably got to time it with him. And isn't he talking about like, like a walkie-talkie? Maybe. Well, I mean, he has to tell Magnitude to initiate the protocol. It's so, true. yeah, yeah. Well, he he needed to evacuate the fort first. Well, yeah. Uh, and just as he's about to pull and say goodbye to his dream, who should he see? And in a in a in a, in a pair of like long john style pajamas. Delightful. Yes. It's our old pal, Vice Dean Label. Well, pal is a strong My word. pal, Vice Dean Label, because yeah. I like this guy a whole lot. Uh-huh. And he says, hey, man, you're a fucking inspector. Why, 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 why are you always tampering yourself down for the Reggies? What if the inspectors, what if it was up to the Reggies of the world to keep up with the inspectors or perish? Yeah. Which is a very Aryan way of thinking. Well, especially because he says perish. Yes. That's really the lynch yeah. pin there. And yet, Abed's into it. Yeah. And this is this is I think this is a really good episode for the kind of development of Abed here, where we kind of see in, in the past few episodes this this reckoning of, of them saying, "Hey, you can't do this with the impressionists. You kind of have to be more like a regular human." Mm-hmm. And, and here is kind of Abed pushing back against that finally, where he kind of sat and take it took it for the last couple episodes. Yeah. But here is where he, he he gets fed up and he says, "I'm I'm not changing myself for them. They're going to change themselves for me. This is what I'm doing." And then uh, Vice Dean Laborn says, uh, please turn around while I crawl away. I'm going through some stuff. I'm very insecure. And I love Abed's turn. He has just a very pleasant smile as he very politely turns away. I, I highly recommend going back and checking out that turn again because it is a goddamn delight. Mm-hmm. Um, next we've got... Uh, so uh, Britta's called into the Dean's office. 
Is she called in or does she run there to like save Subway? But either or way, does she, Pierce call him in? Uh, I think Pierce calls her. Yeah, I think Pierce calls her. Yeah. She goes in the office and she sees Pierce and Shirley uh-huh. sitting at a desk across from uh, the dean and a representative from Subway. This is uh, in the dean's office. They've added a table. Yes. For this, to this, set this, up the reels reel. Yeah. This which reel is what the Subway rep is listening to. Where, Subway is sitting off to the side. Yeah, not a lot of the desk. Shirley, Pierce, yeah. the dean, and the manager or whatever of yeah, Subway the, the, yeah, the, are sitting at this table and the manager of Subway is listening to the reel-to-reel. Yeah, and there's a great moment where so she walks in and she says, what's going on? And then Pierce says, I'll ask the questions. I recorded you in Subway screwing and I showed it to them. Yeah. <laughs> Which is because it's not a question. There's the joke there. It's so It's so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, at first, the, the manager, yeah. he's he's okay. He's, he's like, like, well, this one's led. He's like, you know what? We can't stop him from falling in love. love. Yeah. Uh, he's like uh, he has a great line where he's like we can't stop them from having hearts yes <laughs> the way that he delivers that is so great because yeah. it's 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 almost like he's saying yet we, we're working on it yeah <laughs> we're working on yeah, it yeah there, there's an implied yet there yeah. uh, and then as he's saying this he says oh Hold on. Wait a second. Yeah. Is this, is is this that, what oh, I think it is? That got unhealthy real quick. <laughs> uh, the great line, uh, I, I'm from the Bay Area, but I'm a father of two now. <laughs> uh, That's really great. Yeah. That is well out of the mainstream, he says at one point. Yeah. Now, let me ask you this. Hmm. So, the, there's a joke here where the, the title of the episode yes. gives us a clue as to what is going on in that tape. Yes. Digital Exploration of Interior Design. Yeah. What Now, specifically, exactly... What do you think is happening on that tape? Well, because of the title. We've talked about this. Yeah. Either off the air or on the air, I don't remember. Yeah. Digital yeah. exploration yeah. of interior yeah. design. Yes. Digit being finger. Yep. Interior. Being butt. But. Yeah. But, let me ask you this. Although. So, a finger up the butt. Yeah. Is that really enough to warrant that reaction? You think it's more than a finger? Here's one. I've got two theories. Okay. And I tell you, especially if, if someone from the Bay Area, it seems like a finger up the butt is not... Well, he's a father now. Listen, f- who hasn't toyed with a finger up the butt at some point? <laughs> I, I think neither of us are going <laughs> to get into that today. Listen. What? A finger up the butt is no big deal, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> well, in this new millennium age, <laughs> sure. I think... Listen, don't worry about how I would know this. <laughs> Sometimes, sometimes, a finger up the butt is a precursor to make some room to loosen it up for something else to go in the butt. I'm trying to do Patrick Stewart's quadruple quadruple take. take. So what I'm going to suggest is two things. I'm going to say two words in quick concession, and I'm going to suggest it's either one of these two things. You ready? Just speak. Fisting or pegging. Now, okay, you're saying pegging. Yeah. Uh, 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 maybe I maybe I need to clarify. Uh, is that is that just okay? We're getting we're earning our explicit tag right now. <laughs> Hell yeah, we are. <laughs> pegging, we, don't, we don't have to answer to standards and practices. Now, by pegging, you mean that uh, Britta is wearing a device. Yes. Uh, where she has a dildo. Yeah, strap on. A strap on, yeah. and she is placing it inside of Subway's butt. Yes. Okay. That's what I mean. Okay. I I had briefly forgotten what pegging was. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I thought maybe there was also a dildo involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would have thought it was funny because they zoom in on Britta's backpack and do a kind of a cutaway if we saw a hint of something else oh, in there. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect it that. Now, well, if but... I had to, if I had to guess one or the other, yeah, I would probably go fisting. Uh-huh. 
because I just just because I can't imagine she would have had to start this day with a strap on her backpack. Yeah, which I don't. She, seeing as she didn't know. know Subway at the start of the day, maybe she's always carrying a dildo. Well, that I mean, that would therefore I mean not just a dildo. A strap on is more than just a dildo. I There's know, an apparatus I to it. Uh huh. That I mean, that to me would imply that pegging is a regular practice of hers. Hmm. I wouldn't think so. Jeff, I don't think would be into that. I mean, he likes nipple play. <laughs> does the dean know that? I don't think he does. Oh man! Imagine, imagine what the dean would out. do with that knowledge. Yeah, that would be terrifying. <laughs> Fisting, however, mm. uh, you know, I don't know about you, but I can't find that. To, that doesn't sound pleasant to me. Well, listen, <laughs> a fist. If you like a human fist. If you like something up your butt. Mm. As many among us do. <laughs> you and Troy Barnes. <laughs> Sooner or later... Who's phone? Oh, it's me. Is it you? Yeah. Oh, I'm on silent. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional. It's all on vibrate. If, this, if we were at my house, this would be on a soft surface and it wouldn't have made a noise. A soft surface? Like a pillow? Shut up. You got a pillow for Sometimes it. when you like a thing up your butt... <laughs> There's a scale, right? You know, one day it's a couple fingers, and then the next day it's some more fingers. And then the next day it's a butt plug, and then the next day it's a dildo, and then the next day it's a fist. Sometimes it gets bigger and bigger. And listen, I don't know. Okay. Have you seen the film Chasing Amy? Yeah, yeah. Do you recall the scene when she demonstrates what fisting looks like with her, just with her arms? I mean, kind of. I'm going to do it for you. Okay. So imagine my the, this. I've made a ring with my fingers. Imagine yeah, yeah, that yeah, yeah, yeah. in in chasing Amy, I believe it was meant to represent a vagina. Uh-huh. For our purposes, it will represent the anus. Uh-huh. So the, your hand goes in, not in a fist, uh-huh. in as slim a position as possible. It gets in that way, uh-huh. and then you tighten in a fist to get the full effect. I don't know. That just it doesn't sound pleasant. Well, yeah, but oh, you, the, but if, things go, but maybe Britta, right? Well. I mean, Subway would, would be the one who needs to do that. Mm-hmm. Or are you saying, it a, from what position does it not sound appealing to you? I mean, doing it to me. That's what yeah. I'm saying. If I was Subway, yeah. I wouldn't want what that. What if you were Britta? Would you mind What, I, doing what I'm saying, I think... <laughs> yeah, but the point is... Listen. I think the way that it goes down is Britta says to Subway, do this to me. <sighs> no. I think that's why the guy is so terrified. Because Britta is telling Subway, put a finger up my butt, or put a hand up my butt or something i think britta definitely did it to subway no i i can i can only imagine it the other way around because if because if there's a listening device then britta is telling subway what to do and subway is so into it sub the point is that subway is the is the on the receiving end of this scandal it's more of a scandal of, and subway would have to request it just as loudly as britta would that would also be on the receiving device and what i'm saying i, don't know. I like think you're, britta listen, is more delinquent you're, than you're, subway you're saying you can't imagine that being pleasurable to you. Uh, but you also, I mean, sex with a man is not pleasurable to you, but there are people who like sex with a man. You know, true. nipple clamps, maybe. I don't, maybe they are. I don't know. Maybe those aren't pleasurable. There are things that are pleasurable to other people that you can't see as being pleasurable to you. All right. To which I'm going to suggest right. maybe Subway is into fisting. Well, I think we've come no closer to an answer. <laughs> Lots my of conjecture. On, my money is on fisting. That is, that is my official guess. Okay. I, I think just a finger, but... There's no way a finger is scandalous enough for him to have that reaction. Listen, you're... Oh. you're Listen, what... you're what? <laughs> Imagine you're listening to the tape and you hear a finger goes up the butt. Are you really that shocked? What is the sound of a finger going up? Again, it'd have to be one of them requesting yeah. it. Yeah. 
But again, are you that shocked? Ooh, a finger. Maybe a little. Maybe if they were just, if it went from regular lovemaking to fingers. I didn't know you were so judgmental. <laughs> well, if I was the if I was that manager of Subway, he's from the Bay Area. <laughs> he's seen this kind of thing before. But he's a father. <laughs> I don't think a finger of the butt is. <laughs> I just don't see it being that shocking. Okay. I guess I'm just too cool and bohemian yeah, for, too for everyone here. <laughs> Stop calling me a millennial. Anyway. Uh, there's a great moment where but once he, he stops listening, he's, uh, he, he's like, nah, uh, Subway says something, but then he goes, nah, you're done, Rick. The bread is stale. He well, he says, you're his, done, Rick, and then he says, my name is Subway. Not anymore. Yeah. The bread is stale. The bread is stale into a microphone in the sleeve or whatever. Yeah, and then he like is... Like a secret service. Rick, and then, now Rick, yeah. is removed from the room. Brit is saying, wait! And uh-huh. he's pulled out. It's too late. It's very, it's very tight. The, the pacing, the, the way they shoot this is really good. Like yeah. It really feels like high pace, like, oh shit, something's going down. Um, what's next? I don't... I'm, I'm done. I only have commentary oh, notes. Oh, well, we've got the great uh, hand me my jacket bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. Subway's out, uh, and then the subway manager says, okay, if someone would just hand me my jacket, just, just hand me my jacket, please. To which the dean doesn't understand and yeah. has this great look that he gives him. Yeah. He's just, like, what are you, what are you I'm confused. About? Why don't you just go get your jacket? And then he is great. Well, now I'm not going to leave. I'm just going to stay here and think about how unacceptable today was, which is a great line. And yeah. this guy, this guy is phenomenal he in nails his performance. It. He nails it. He is so good. I'm going to go out. I'm going to make a wild, crazy declaration and say this might be my favorite one-off performance huh. in the history of community. Huh. I love this huh. man. He is so funny to me. Okay. Even though he's shocked at just a little finger in the butt. Well, maybe it's fisting. Maybe it's fisting. Um, <clears throat> then we've got... Uh, oh, yeah. So Annie comes in the hallway. She says, I'm sorry I freaked out on Kim. You know, I thought I was supporting the sisterhood, and, and it was weird. And then Jeff just says, who's Kim? <laughs> yeah. So he's already forgotten this man again. Uh, good stuff. Britta comes out yelling, corporate America has destroyed love. And he says again, <laughs> because clearly this is something Britta has complained about before. Yeah. Uh, and then she sees the new subway. Who's, he's now a different man. Yeah. But and she thinks, she recognizes him from by, the, like, the, the shirt blue and the shirt hair and, and the yeah. hair. He turns uh, around, it's clearly a different person. Yeah, and he says, I enjoyed our time in the pillow fort last night, with the one exception being the Deviant Sex Act, which uh, you initiated and I would, did not consent to. Yeah. Pretty heavy up, uh, uh, accusation from Subway here. Uh-huh. Essentially accusing her of, like, he says, I didn't consent to that. Yeah. Which, they're accusing Britta of some dark shit. Yeah. I mean, not legally, thankfully for Britta, but they're making it clear that if this ever gets to public record, uh-huh. we will be accusing you of rape. Well, also, I think that wouldn't fly because it's an entirely different person. Yeah. <laughs> but I think that adds to, like, the weird, there's, like, a weird creepy layer to it. Yeah. That they have, they, as a corporation, have decided another person will represent them, and he yeah. acts like he knew Britta. He acts like the, all those things happened to him. Yeah. Yeah. That's creepy as hell. That's creepy. And he uh, also like I love the look of this guy. He kind of looks like a younger version of of the other guy. Like he they went with a younger model. Younger, but also definitely like a little more creepy. <laughs> yes, yeah, a little, little more of a he menace was, to like, him. He was like the understudy who wanted to get understudy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Are we done? Garrett comes around the corner. All oh, right, there's a whole. And he says, "Guess what, guys? Shit is on, and I'm out of breath because I walked briskly here." Yeah. Uh, they go to the study room. So Jeff, 
Annie, mm-hmm. Britta, mm-hmm. go to the study room where the pillow fort and the blanket fort have met in yes. the middle. Yeah. One must fall so the other may continue. Yeah. And yet, neither will fall. Yeah. Dean says, can't you flip a coin? They say no. They design the D and I'll decide. Pillow fort's coming down. And then uh, he has a, he has an altercation with Starburns. Yeah, who says, my name is Alex, and tosses a pillow. Yeah. Do you think that's uh, an accident on purpose? Uh, do you think he meant to toss it or just hit the Dean? What do you think happens? I think he meant to toss it. I think Starburns is a goddamn radical, and he was looking to start some shit. I think he just wanted to hit the Dean. I think he, I, but I think he was trying to toss it at the Dean. Okay. I don't think he was yeah, just trying yeah, to yeah, hit yeah. the Dean. I think sure. he was trying to throw it at the Dean. No, I think he definitely, yeah. It, it was a toss loose. at the Dean. Yeah. And then it, it, hit it went the, wild. It hit the blanket fort. So that starts some real shit. Shit goes off, man. Uh, what I really enjoy about this, as the two sides kind of converge to, yeah. to fight a little, yeah. Um, you can see clearly in the background Jeff is on his phone. Yeah. Just, just kind of, he backs up. Just takes a step back, yeah. yeah. And there's and a nice... And he gets on a table. Yeah. There's a nice bit with uh, Troy and Abed. Neither of them are fighting. They're both just trying to hold their team back. Yeah. Uh, and they look at each other like, oh, shit, what, what have we done? Yeah. But then when it becomes clear the war is on, they have... They commit found, to it. Yeah. And they're, they're determined to destroy each other. Yep. And Abed says to be contained, which I, I like as Abed's like that's Abed's in his mind like badass line. Yeah. <laughs> as he's leaving, is, he says to be continued. Oh yeah, good stuff. And then uh, we have a tag. Sh- can I mention a, a com- commentary note? I, no, I forgot. I forgot. Yes, you can. Uh, so they wanted to do the locker storyline since season two. They oh were yeah, saying. yeah, yeah. Uh, they they could never make it the right size, which as I said, this feels the right size. Yeah, a C story. It feels really good. Yeah. Um, and originally it was going to be kind of like there was a note that Annie wrote to Jeff in season one. In mm-hmm. his locker, kind of like Lake House style. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they're on different time planes or whatever. Yeah. That would have been fun. <clears throat> I would have liked to see that. Yeah. But oh well. Oh well. At least the lockers made it. Yeah. Tags. Talk talk about it. What's what's the other guy's name? Dan Bagadol is the actor's name. Yeah. I can't remember the character's name. Okay. Um, but they, I I really wish they had kept the original idea for the tag. <laughs> So in this version, it's basically just, uh, you know, uh, Leiborn's uh, lackey just giving an update on the, the pillow blanket war. Um, and then at the end of it... I like he, how official he is. He's like, yeah, that's Troy good. Barnes yeah. has... <laughs> Initiated begun, a war without uh, Abed, Abed Nadir. Nadir. Yeah. Uh, and then at the end of it, Leiborn says, I'll see you at band practice. And he puts on his hat, uh, which has Kelvin and the Zeros. Yeah. Uh, and he, he picks up a trumpet and leaps. So uh, good. So the, good. the original uh, version of this tag, though, for mentioned in the commentary it was, was much longer. Yeah, much longer. Dan Bagadol comes to him. He's got a problem. He sa- and uh, he says, uh, Brenda again. That's his wife. Yeah. I think it was Sheila. Sheila, you're right. Uh, and then he says, I'll, I'll give you some advice. Go home. Pack a suitcase. Put it in your hand. See how it feels. <laughs> that is so fucking funny. Yeah. I really hope that somewhere down the line, and then, even if it's in a different show. And then his response is still the same. He's like, you're a cold-hearted man or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Even if it's in a different show, I really hope Dan Harmon recycles that somewhere because that line is too funny. To it just could show up in Rick and Morty. Yeah, it could. I think, I think he's used a couple of things. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's too good to just remain only on commentary. Plugs? Yeah. So I do another podcast Plugs. called Nerds I View. Plugs. It's a really great Plugs. show. You should Plugs. you should go listen to it. Plugs. Uh, you know, Plugs. I talk about movies and stuff. Plugs. Sometimes this guy's on Plugs. it. Sometimes hey. other people. Plugs. Uh, mostly Plugs. Jordan. Uh, he's a nice Plugs. guy. I like him. Go Plugs. check it out. Anyvenpodcast.com. Nerds Plugs. at View. Every week, a new Plugs. movie review. Uh, what else do I do? I got Pick Your Path. Plugs. That's uh, benvnetwork.com slash PIP. It's a choose your adventure style enhanced Plugs. podcast where you, Plugs. the listener, get to make choices, much Plugs. like... In the old style Plugs. of, uh, you know, choose your adventure Plugs. stories. 
It's good stuff. Plugs. You should check it out. Uh, the Plugs. last episode of the season Plugs. is coming next month. Plugs. But you got five other great episodes Plugs. to check out, including Plugs. Plugs. Time Waits for Norman. Plugs. Uh, Plugs. Uh, what was your Plugs. I know Don't Blow Up the Universe was the first one. Second and one, Trapped second on Channel 2. Plugs. Plugs. You are a spy for Crash. Plugs. Or agent of Crash? You are an agent of Crash. Oh, Plugs. We just revealed. <laughs> and of course, Theme Park theme Paragon. Theme Park Paragon. The Dalek just walked into the room. <laughs> They're big fans. Plugs. Uh, so go check that out. Network.com slash PYP. It's an enhanced Plugs. podcast, so you need some fancy Plugs. shit for it. You know. Plugs. You know how it be. Plugs. What else? We got a Patreon. Patreon busted Patreon.com slash shut up letter. But it took until he was 63. We now have two Nobody bonus episodes up on the God bonus feed. All you gotta do is give a dollar. You get access Plugs. to that bonus feed. Plugs. We talk about Arrested Development. Plugs. We talk about Gilmore Girls. The clamor and the clangor. And if you give Plugs. a little more money than Plugs. a dollar, I can't remember how much, Plugs. you get to help decide Plugs. what show. Plugs. Uh, but as of right now, it's just Plugs. Stephen Day. Stephen Day, great American, great contributor. We love you, Stephen. Okay, he should contact us. For what? For the next show that we do. Oh, sure, yeah. Steven, let us know what you want us to do. Plugs. Yeah. Uh, Plugs. Until then. Plugs. That's a, that's a thing. Go. Plugs. Am I done? Go to BenViewNetwork.com. Check oh, out all the great Twitter, shows on there. It's Twitter, at PodcasterAndrew. Go to BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the great shows on there. Shows like Popsicle, Shut Up Leonard, Matt and Brenda's Wrestling <laughs> Show, Fred Brunson's Boom Bokes. Uh, and Benview on Spielberg. Pick your path, of course, as Andrew already talked about. And Benview on Spielberg, where me and Justin Keyzon talk about Steven Spielberg movies. Uh, releasing Just yesterday, we released our Temple of Doom episode. Check that out. Uh, and you can follow me on Twitter at Dr. Matt Benson. That's Dr. Matt Benson. You can follow this show on Twitter. It is at ShutUpLenPod. You can uh, write us an email at ShutUpLenardPodcast at gmail.com. And you should do things to us on iTunes. That really helps us out if you rate us, review us, subscribe to us. It's all good stuff. Uh, hey, Shh. Google Pylon. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Benview on Spielberg. I'm your resident Spielberg apatheticist, Matt Benson. And I'm resident uh, Spielberg fanatic, Justin Keyson. And today we're going to talk about... Duel. The Sugarland Express. Jaws. Close Encounters of the Third Kind. 1941. Raiders of the Lost E.T. the Extraterrestrial. Twilight Zone. Indiana the Jones and the, the Temple of Empire. Indiana of the Jones and the Last Crusade. The Lost World. Saving Private Ryan. AI. Minority. Catch Michelle Intelligence. The Terminal. The Adventures of Sinton. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. Steven Spielberg. Benview on Spielberg. New episodes dropping on the 15th of every month at BenviewNetwork.com. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com.